for call, calling in, listening in to Ask a Black Woman, the podcast. This is your girl, Shanera, the mouthpiece. Welcome to my kitchen, my backyard barbecue, my living room. Amen. My beauty salon, where we tap, chat it up. And if you ask a black woman a question, you better be ready for the answer. I confess, I rant, I rave. And then I bring sistering in here. And we go off into a tangent too as well. So, I am so blessed. To have these two women before me in the room. They call themselves Frangela. <laughs> let it sit, let it simmer, let it stay live. Amen. And I'm going to let them um, tell, introduce themselves and what they're all about before we go into the tea, the water that we have to drink. Hi, everybody. I'm Frances Callier. And I'm, I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela. And we're two comedians uh, who have, you've seen us on a bunch of things, everything from Best Week Ever to uh, He's Just Not That Into You to I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of There uh, to, you know, just all kinds of stuff. And we're just lots of commentary, news commentary, uh, AM Joy, shows like that. Yeah, I saw it. They resume is thick on the site, guys. Talk to me, girl. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, we saw and we we have a podcast ourselves, and it's called The Final Word. You can get that at Westwood One. Yeah, yeah, that's what's going on with us. They're so humble and modest. Let me tell you, I saw them for the very first time on a panel at the United State of Women at the Writers Guild. It was the first of a lie. It was my first time ever being in the building, mm-hmm. even though I work right down the street. Yeah. Don't figure that. Look yeah. at that. First time at USOW, first yes. time at WGA, mm-hmm. and first time being at that panel and then seeing the chocolate chips up there <laughs> dropping gems, <laughs> no holds bar. I was just like beaming. And then come to find out, they from the shop. Mm-hmm. I know nothing of this or nothing of the kind, but from Second City, right. and so it made me think of uh, um, Deanna Griffin's Iron. Yes, yes we know I was her like, very well. I bet y'all do. I was like, oh my I goodness. I know her from Detroit. She, um, back, back I'm actually day. from Detroit. Yeah, and so what? she what? replaced me when I left the Detroit cast. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's dark. Forever. Deanna yeah. is the biz. She's yeah. always encouraged me to come up there and throw down a little something because my roots are primarily in the spoken word realm oh, and wonderful. things like that. So I kind of trickled into acting. It mm-hmm. wasn't my thing, but I'm bit with a bug to some degree. Yes. So, but yeah, what I want to do is flip it just a little bit. I'm going to throw something out there now. I'm not sure if you guys remember what I looked like when you guys met mm-hmm. me, but I had locks. Yes. yes. So I, I love it. I love your hair. Thank you. I chopped it. I am two weeks into the short hair. Don't how you care, feel? Was, was it hard? How you feel? Was it hard to get used to? Did you love it? I know. When I first my it feels so freeing. Yeah. Like, it's like I didn't think. Like I posted the little, the big chop. My mm-hmm. friend was there with the video and stuff like that, and I was a little quiet, and I was waiting to feel a. Yeah, in the heart, right? And uh, maybe have a fuck tear. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. want There was none. Well, you know what? I think that you know when you make choices, especially when you've had locks, which is a commitment, you know, because I've had locks now for twenty something years, yes. right? I think that we, if you know it's time to chop your locks or cut them or what have you, that is your hair journey. That's yours. It belongs to you. It is something inside of you that's saying something to you that says, I want, I need mm-hmm. this next step. 
I never thought I would. I thought I was going to carry them to the grave. Mm. Yeah. It, I'm gonna say it's like a marriage. Yes. yes. Cause I, so it's almost like you know it, honey. Um, <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Yeah. Oh. And I never thought it was. I was like, it's so gorgeous. But yeah. you know, like I, I thought it was, even though it's still new. You know, I thought I would see other sisters with their lives and feel mm-hmm. like, oh, I remember when. Yeah. But I don't. You're not yeah. having that feeling. Yeah, it's because you know why you were ready to let them go. That's right. I believe. You know, and you now you're this person. I this am. is what you look like. Yeah, so I yes. just had to think about like who, who is this? I who love is this it. girl? I who is this? I love it. I love Ooh, it. Well, thank you. Let me ask y'all some questions about hair then. Yeah. Like, okay, like because you guys have like been in the biz, like y'all got some skin mm-hmm. in the game. Um, has anybody ever because I remember before oh. I had locks. Uh oh, before I had locks and I was throwing myself out there and trying to get agents in Chicago, um, I had a big crazy big afro like ludicrous had oh. back in the day and every now and again when i got it got too much for me i would go get them um twisted mm-hmm. so it would hang and twist and i remember this white cast and asian looked at me and she said they're gonna have a problem with that is there anything you can do mm-hmm. she was so upfront with it and yeah. i was like whoa yeah. i've had so, managers i've had, had a manager who said you know you just you would work. You would work so much idiot. more, Francis, if you relaxed your hair. Because well, he did. You're giving him way too much yeah. credit. Uh-oh. I say he don't know nothing about no relaxer. <laughs> yeah. In fact, he thought he was like, "Cause she do her hair differently." He didn't understand locks at all. So he was like, "He because he said to me, just like, he, can't you just like blow it straight?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's not that kind of a hairstyle, dog. It's um, it's like it's a for real hairstyle. It's a choice. You can't. It's kind of like if I shave off all my hair, I can't tomorrow make it long. Like that's how. Yeah. But he really didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, and um, it, it's just, I'll tell you, our, I can tell you our biggest frustration about uh, hair, period, in this business is, and I am not exaggerating when nope. I say this, every single show, film, movie, whatever we have ever been on, when it's not about us, they, the hair person, like if we're not the stars of this, mm-hmm. the hair person, this is what happens. They look, they, you go over to the hair person, hair make, they look at you and they go, you look great. You look great. <laughs> so, oh, no, no, I wouldn't change a thing. That it looks will great. not touch Will not, not touch it. Will not touch it. I will even put some sheen spray they, on They it. spray it from it's three feet. Parched. Three feet away, they might spray it. And this is going on, and then this is the thing they don't want to deal with it, right? And so finally one day, this is the best, we were doing this movie that a friend of ours wrote parts in for us, um, and it, what did it end up being called? Um, Slow Learners. Slow Learners, but it was called something much better first. It was like Crazy Girls, uh, Bad Boys, something like that, but Slow Learners. So, and um, we were in the, the hair and makeup ladies, and I'm getting my makeup done, and she sits on the hair lady, and the hair woman goes, and she's a young woman, you know, she goes, you, does the, you look great, and some... That was the day that Francis snapped. That was like the last I one. I lost my mind. I, could hear, I, I, I heard the click, the click, you know, and she went, really? Is that all you're going to do? And she went, uh, uh, well, you know, you, you know, um, you look great. She's like, so you don't think you need to affect my hair at all? This is exactly the look the producers want. You've checked with them. And she's like, well, it just seems like, you know, it looks really good. And she's like, let me, she's like, are you have any ideas? She's like, well, I don't really know how to do your, you know, do your hair. She's like, are you a hairdresser? Are you a hairstylist? Mm. And she went, she went professionally. That's what you do. You get paid to do that. You're a hairstylist. She went, so you're telling me you can only do hair if it's exactly like yours? Because that doesn't sound like a hairstylist. That sounds like somebody who can do their own hair. Like, she, Shut like, it. went straight Because you know uh, what? Uh, if a white 
girl shows up in a braid salon. Yeah. They gonna put they the nappy hair. hair. They gonna make that that fine hair. They will find a way to yeah. get some um, cornrows and some stuff in there. They yeah. do. Yeah. Our yes. people know Bone that. Bone Derek. I know that's an old ass reference. But, but if you want it's some cornrows, real. they will get it. Okay. You want locks and your white They are folks. locking white folks. Yeah. But you don't have to know how to do anybody else's hair. Yeah. Because my thing is like white people have different. My mother has very, um, very, very straight hair mm-hmm. and wavy. But she got what they called, forgive me, she's this is what they called it in the day, a Jewish girl perm. Because I think they didn't want to call it. Oh. Uh, they wanted to divorce it from a straight. It's a straightening perm. Gotcha. But they called it a Jew. It's and they have a little white girl on the front, but she has curly hair, and you know you got to tame those that. that so. They, it's it's one of those things where they just don't conceive. A lot of people don't conceive of the fact that ev- people have a broad range of, of hair and texture, yep. and that that isn't being black doesn't mean your hair is one way. Yeah, like her daughter has very she has cur- curly hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and and her husband is black, and our that same manager. Yeah, one day said to me when child was she was a baby. She was a baby, a few months old. A few months old. He said he looked at me and went, so "When's her hair gonna change?" And what, what do you mean? He said, well, when's it going to turn, you know, like into an afro? And I went, um, we don't molt like butterflies. <laughs> like, actually, the um, the gestation process ended when she was up birth. And uh, now, yes, her hair might change colors or whatever, but that's her hair. That's what she looks like. That is But you know hair. what? But you know what? But for me, like, this is the positive thing for me. Oh, the, the, the end of that story with the woman. Oh, 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 the end of the story with the woman is this. She came back in at, at, with the, the movie next set. Day. They came in the next day with all kinds. She had taken pictures. She, she went online and, and she did research. the research. Lit, she found lit, out. Uh, and then, wait, wait, wait. And, this is hysterical. And then when I came out to set, my Angela was busting up because my hair was all pulled up. Let me tell you, I'm going to say it. Black people way. will understand what I'm saying. I want you to imagine Cicely Tyson as a slave. <laughs> um, it looked like the, my grandmother would have called it Piccaninny. Shut it. Like she put her effort. pins in that hair. But she Ooh, was, like, she she was, was twisting. Twisting. Yeah. Was she trying to do like the bantu knot? Oh, you know, yes. with the like. She put every black hairstyle. She could. She could. This is the thing. It's like she took. She got dressed up. She went home. She took it. She did some research and she came back and she did it. And then she looked at my hair and she was like, "Do you want me to do anything?" And I was like, "No, girl, I'm, I'm sad. Good. I'm really I'm I'm sad." <laughs> Which I'm good. Like, Thanks, Angela. I was like, "No, I saw what you do when you focus." <laughs> but like, and this is the thing. It, it, it wasn't attractive, but I was like, "That's the appropriate response." Exactly. That, that is, is what you should do. try. Right. But she wasn't disrespectful. Like, no. like in fact, the disrespect is to not touch my hair. Mm-hmm. Right. You but, know. But this is the thing I'm going to say now. Uh, what I can say is that attitudes about blackness from white people who buy, and that's how I'm going to say it, mm-hmm. who purchase black actors to come in and represent brands and do things, we can be black now. We can, now, if you look at every spot on television, it's hair. a curly, it's a curly hair, it's like darker sister. You know, let the kids have their hair not be, like, it doesn't even have to be, be like tame, you know, uh, afro, like, you can have natural hair and snap and everything. And so now, and everything is, and remember in the 90s, it was all that same, keen-nosed, yes. light skin. Curly hair yes. that devastated me. A Fair lot. Skin. I was coming of age in that. Yeah. 
So, but now we are allowed and, and, and we still don't have the means of productions in those ways, but now we are allowed to have yeah. a, a breath of black. It's hard though, because they still, I feel like we're still stuck in some patterns. Like one of the mm. things I like is like on This Is Us, I love that they show that she wraps her head at night. Yes. Like, real. Cause I'm like, thank you for doing that. And I gotta then, keep and my then, oils together. Right. Like I was like, thank you for being real about you know, because I remember watching, if you watch um, Joan Crawford, um, the Mommy Dearest, yeah. she wraps her hair. Yes. She, so you know what I mean? It's, it's like they act like it's as some alien hair care. I'm like, you do the same thing. Exactly. You know, so it's like it doesn't, what kills me about it is this, this idea that we're somehow fundamentally biologically different. And we're not. Yeah. Like, yeah. y'all have different hair. We have different hair. We yeah. have different eyes. We have different skin. Like, like it's just, it's very frustrating. But at least there's a much broader range of people being shown. But I still see stuff like, and I've heard stuff like, well, we need this person to be darker complected. We need this person to be, like, we're still, there. those are, we aren't thought of as Frances Callier, an actor. You're a black actress, mm-hmm. and they're that, that they're looking for what is their messaging here, right? You know, and what is it? How to, and that your skin color? I lost a gig based on I and the the clients told me they said you were the best person, but we needed somebody darker complected. Ooh, and I was like, I mean, part of me was like, good, because darker complected black people have not have been just not gotten anything. You know, okay. so I'm like, that's good. It sucks for me. <laughs> In a particular moment, I'm gonna try to be politically okay with it. Um, and then the woman who got it was kind of I don't really like her. So mm-hmm. but, um, but I was like, I mean, and it was three black women. Okay, who told me? So I was like, wow. I'm, I'm all over the place about this, but at the end of the day, I'm just glad some black people are working. Amen. You know, too. So I'm like, good. Mm-hmm. You know, at least that happened. Wow, man. Speaking of black women working and things, um, let's throw that on the table. What movies are you guys um, looking forward to watching or have watched recently? And give me your insight on some of them. Well, today we went and saw the Mr. Rogers, uh, How Do You Like Your Neighbor documentary. Would you be what's my neighbor? Would you be you? my neighbor? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where was that at? Because I, I got to get my fringe on. This yeah. will be my first time going to see Fringe. Oh, nice. There's a um a one woman show called Unapologetically Black. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'm gonna see that on the 23rd. Just yeah. like, I'm a shameless plug it. Yeah. The the uh, is that Issa Rae? It's not. Is no, it? it's not. So I was uh, phone banking for Black Women for Wellness for the last two months. Oh, no. The director oh, no. over there, um, Cynthia, was like, "Yo, since you over there trying to get your right on for a one woman show." Why don't you come see Monique? She doing the thing or whatever. So I'm going to meet the director over that day. So I was over there, got the little booklet. I'm like, it's so much to go do. Yeah. It's amazing. I I was just wondering if that was Mr. Rogers. No, no, no. This was a, it's a bigger, you know, at the, what do you call it? Art light. Okay. But um, just a documentary about him. And I know that they're working on a movie. I don't know if they started production. But a movie, uh a film with Tom Hanks playing him. And, and the reason why I bring it up in terms of blackness, of being of color, is, is that this is a man who did a t- children's show. And uh, at the time, uh, this is like 1968, they were throwing, so some black people got into a pool in Pittsburgh, I believe, uh, and uh, were swimming. And the owner of the pool, of the, wherever the place that was, came out and threw chemicals 
Bleach. It was bleach. They did it all over the cell. You know, it was, yeah. the, it was desegregate, but, it's, but the pool desegregation movement and black people were doing it all over this, all over right. the country. But it, it was also in, in in Pennsylvania. But it's um, they would, and that was when they started. You know, they would attack, of course, beat Lynch, throw bleach on people, and right. then and then when they were forced to desegregate the pools, they filled them in with concrete. Right. right. But this was going on at this time, and he had um, a black actor on who played. Uh, the delivery man, okay. um, the, the police officer. Yeah. Oh, the police officer. Yeah. Um, sorry. And um, he he does this. And I don't. I mean, I was. I don't think I was born. I wasn't born. Yet. No, you weren't for that. But he uh, has him. Came, he had him come over. He came in one day. He's looking at his badge and showed everybody his badge. And then he had him like put his feet in a pool of. He was Mr. Rogers was putting his feet in a pool of water. It was, it was like, a hot off. day. It's it a hot day. day. So he had a little pool out in his yard, and he watered it, and he's like, isn't it nice to sometimes get your foot? Do you want to put your feet in? So he had him put his feet in, and it's just the shots of him, his white feet, his black feet in the pool, and he helps him dry his feet off. Like That's some was, Jesus stuff. That's Let me wash your feet. Come that's on, Mr. Rogers. That's the thing, exactly. and it's like he's doing this during the civil rights movement Come when people bro. are being attacked for it, and he's doing it on TV. Yes, and showing children that it is okay. okay. Ooh, to, 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 yes, to, to have this acceptance. And not only children, but really through children, their parents. Absolutely. Yeah. The and man. he was a minister. You know, yes. he was a, a, that that yes. I didn't know. Yes, yes. he was. Yes. Wow. Did he know? went to he went to uh he was ordained. Yeah, yeah in the Protestant yeah. church. I Come on, put it into action. I'm just trying to imagine him doing it so boldly. And because them people would pull the way the world works now, if you don't agree with them, people start pulling ads when people try to do inclusion. They do yes. all kinds of craziness mm-hmm. like that. Yes. So at that time. Yes, yeah. exactly. Ooh, and that's what I mean, particularly. Mm. Like, I mean, when I, I mean, we were crying. <laughs> oh, this Rod's so good. He's, He's a so, good man. such a good man. Such a good man. Really, really powerful message. You know, I remember as a kid just being like, you know, you look at the shows now and you're like, wow, this is slow moving. Yeah. But I would watch it. I would be enthralled. But it worked for like two and three year olds. Yeah. It's not what it's for. It's it's really good document. It's really worth seeing. Wow. Okay, then y'all also make you hate Fox News even more. Yeah. Wow. Let me ask y'all this then. Moving along, what about? I want to get off of the the race thing now, Mm -hmm. and I want to talk about. um, All right. So, um, you guys have been. How long you guys been living here? I've been here for eighteen years. Eighteen. Yeah. That's a long. Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen years. A long time or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about what's fun to me and fascinating to me mm-hmm. since you guys got Midwest roots. Is social life in Los Angeles through the lens of a black woman? Mm-hmm. We are like the, probably the not the best, best. people to yeah. ask for a couple of reasons. Yeah. One, we usually just hang out with each other. Right. So... <laughs> There's that, and two, we were part of because we're from the second city. Mm-hmm. We kind of when we came out here, there was a there's like a ready-made community. Yeah, and okay. so for a long, I mean, we don't hang out with, but when we first lived out, I mean, you were working yeah. there yeah. and whatever. So we sort of never got out of our that Chicago Chicago group. Oh, y'all had the look, yes, right. Y'all came know, with the hug. Like, I'm doing hugs here. Yes. Y'all can't see it, okay, man. Yeah. So that's so I feel like we never got into the scene outside of that group of people, right? Really? No, no, you know? exactly. And here's the thing: it's like 
you know, I started Second City when I was 15. And so, and Angel started young too. And so the thing was, is that we, not only did we know the people that we had worked with, we're talking generations of Second City yeah. people. So, you know, there were people who, you know, uh, that I'd known when I was in high school who had come out and had been out there for 10, out here for 10 years. You know what I mean? So it was easy. And then we also, uh, I ran the school here. So literally... Every semester, there's hundreds of new people you're meeting. Yes. So not only are we knowing the people we knew, there's hundreds of new students. So all of a sudden, you know, you know everybody. Yes. Oh, wow. Wow. So there is like, I do. I wish that we knew more black people. Yeah. Um, and you'll get the right thing, but I do. It's like we just don't. We know each other. Yeah. Your husband, your daughter. Yeah. A few from Second City, but like we just, you know, we didn't. We didn't grow up here. Yeah. And we came out here, and we're in then improv is not the improv community even wider than Second City, like mm-hmm. Improv Olympic, which I guess now is gone, but like. Um, UCB and all we know all those people but it's not it's diverse-ish on the edge ever so slightly I see that like I'm um, I'm dropping out literally in the pool a sister still can't swim but now that I'm (laughs) fat and stuff whatever I feel like my locks are not bounding me Mm -hmm. Uh, I decided to take a sketch comedy writing class but at the actress company uh, only because I went and saw sister's one woman show there and I was all intrigued and I was like oh this is dope blah 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 Uh so I just started but it's interesting that you make this point about it's diverse-ish and not a lot of us because let me stop but since we are in my living room my kitchen I'm gonna Mm -hmm. say this um, I think I'm the only like real black woman in the class. Yeah, like it really is majority white people. It's taught by a white guy, but there is a sister um, that's in the class. She's not like sister, sister. Right. I'm right. trying not to discount discredit her because a black woman is she a black woman. She adjacent. She adjacent, and she she with her boyfriend, whoever the guy. He's white too. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm trying not to put it in the pocket, but I'm no, pretty sure like she'll get me. Right. Stuff like that or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, and then I try not to have these dumb things. You know, you hear dumb your dumb thoughts in your head, mm-hmm. and you have to tell that chick, shut the hell up, okay? <laughs> you belong here, right. all this right. kind of dumbness. So, um, but, yeah, but you know, when you walk into a space and you see somebody who is black, even though in two seconds you think, eh, she's not really a sister, sister, right. you want to be able to get, it's like how the brothers do the, yeah. you know, the, the yeah. nod yeah. and everything. I didn't feel that with her, yeah. and that kind of like, damn, that's no warmth. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Didn't like it. But she buddied up with the white guy, right? And so, but everybody's buddied up. And so this is like, this last class was class number two. is out of eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And I realized I had to be um, uh, transparent with myself. I'm like, right. well, Shay, you didn't sat over in the corner for the first two classes. So the next time, you next class next week, mm-hmm. you're going to sit right in the middle, all the rest of the white folks, right. and they're going to know your name. And so, but yeah, I just realized I was probably being standoff. I don't mean to. No, I, but I was I looking know. for us. I was looking for me. Mm-hmm. No, but that's what they did. They just had more options. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I remember I was in college and it was a class and a girl uh, stood up. It was a history, British women's history class, so it made absolutely no sense. But this white girl stood up and said, uh, I'm the professor who is a white woman, uh, lesbian, uh, very cool political woman. She goes, she says, you know, why is it that all the black kids sit together in the lunch, at the, in the lunchroom, in the cafeteria? I'm like, I'm taking my, I'm like, is this British woman's history? What what just happened? What, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and the professor went, well, have you ever turned around? Have you ever gone to their table and looked at the rest of the room? 
skin. She was like, exactly. she was like, well, I just, she's like, I don't sit with people because they're white. She's like, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. You, you're not sitting with them because they're black. Why don't you go over to their table? Why don't you say hi? Why don't you introduce yourself? Why don't? Why is it there? And then she went off. She said, "Why is it their responsibility? Do you know how black people have been treated in this country? You're lucky a black person Ooh. doesn't yell at you every time they see you." Read. She like read this girl read. because she's like, "They don't Sorry. owe you their friendship. They don't owe you a smile. They don't owe you hello. You owe it to them. Ooh. This is the environment in which you need to be welcoming, not the other way around." Like read her, and I was like, "Damn, British women's history is black. You know, <laughs> so black, so black." I just saw uh, a piece, uh, I think this young black man um, just uh, is working at Google, and he was talking about diversity of spaces. Is that the Compton to Google? Yes, Compton to I Google. I saw it ain't had time. I was a scrolling. Yes. Tell me. Mm-hmm. And what was beautiful about it is, is that, you know, this guy has had like a long journey, and he is talking about, you know, he ended up at a high school. He was a smart kid, and he learned how to work with computers, and then he goes off to college, and he ends up kind of being the only black kid in a lot of classes and mm-hmm. spaces. And then when he comes around to Google, when he goes to his first interview there, he does horribly, and he doesn't get the job. They call back again a year later, and he tells them no, okay? Because mm-hmm. he's like, I, 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 he's not, like, what, for, me. not right. for me. He's like, Google doesn't want a black man from, from Compton. Ooh. Um, and he's like, and he's just, because the first time when he went, he said everybody at his church was praying for him. The whole community right. was oh, behind him. Really and everything. And when he didn't get the job, he felt so like he'd let like, not only himself yeah. down, but everybody down. Mm-hmm. And then the third time when they called, they called, they were like, come in. And he came in, and he said he studied, and he worked, and he'd been working and working, and he got the job. And then he talked about when he was working at Google, he looked around, he said, I was never comfortable, and I couldn't figure out. He said, then I looked around, and it was like, everybody around me was white. And, you know, he talks about being black in spaces, you know. And what he had to learn was that he, not only was he valuable, to a multi-billion-dollar company mm-hmm. that had worth, mm-hmm. but that the reality is that he had a right to be in those spaces, you know. And sometimes I think that we don't feel comfortable, you know, either with our own self-talk, or even, or the, the sometimes the environment isn't hospitable for sometimes. us, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes that's kind. Yeah. I think people aren't even aware, especially with Me Too and all that. You start to see men get really confused and say ridiculous things. Like, well, how am I supposed to act? I'm like, don't whip out your, your male parts at work. Is that so hard? Okay. Is it really that hard <laughs> for you to not <laughs> to do that? Don't have, to Ask yourself, would I be saying or doing this if this person was a man? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, I've never seen two men in any work environment been yes. a man walk in and go, you know what, I like that color on you. You should wear that again. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, innocuous, the comments that they go, well, that's a compliment. I go, but would you say it yeah. to a man? Yeah, Why exactly. are you staring at my body and my clothing every day? Why do you have something to say about everything I wear? That's, right. that's not why I'm here. And it's just, I think that there isn't enough responsibility. We don't, you know, it is, you've got, if you, diversity is just, it's just a word if you don't imbue it with any intention. And the intention has to be not to tolerate, but to celebrate, welcome, inform, and just, you know, work on, do your woke work. If you want to have a diverse workforce, then you have to welcome that, you know. You have to make it a place for people, because 
that's one thing we've talked about a lot is the attrition rate. Like people may hire minorities, but the minorities end up leaving because the, the environment is right. just never. Whether or not somebody's openly being racist or uh, like ridiculously hostile, it never feels good. Yeah, and I'm they speaking directly to your class and your class experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that. Um, oh, I here's something now that I'm picturing when we have to have a sketch or two. Because mm-hmm. the class is like freaking three hours long. Mm-hmm. So everybody has to have something. It's a kind <laughs> right. of you're going to be writing and bringing stuff in. Right. So when you come in class, you have copies for everybody that you need in your right. skit. Mm-hmm. And he, the teacher literally had to repeatedly say this over and over in class. He says, listen, let's spread out. Let's use other people who have not went up. Yeah. I never got called last night at all. Yeah. I didn't. And were any of them. But they kept using the other sister. Right. No, they weren't. They weren't expressly white or expressed. Did they ever say, did any characters ever say their ethnicity in these scripts? No. Because I hear that always pisses me off. Because one of the girls had something that was historical, like 1863, Mm -hmm. uh, um, and it was all white prostitutes. Prostitutes. It was, but it was based on a true, like a true historical fact. Mm-hmm. How they took um, what happened was it was like the war was still going on, mm-hmm. and that the um, the so sex, America Civil War. Uh-huh, yeah, okay. Sex workers um, had been infecting the, the soldiers and stuff. <laughs> so with the promise of this new steam um, boat cruise or whatever, mm-hmm. they were going to send them off or whatever. It was called the Idaho or something, mm-hmm. and all the our, the sex workers they were. Um, uh, excited to go, okay. and only one of the only one of the women was like, "I think they're trying to get rid of us." But they really saw it as a, as a as an opportunity. So all of them, for the for the most part, left. And then by the end of the skit, it was the, you did a fantastic job getting them hoes out of here. Da da da. That's basically what it was. So, but it was literally based off of like white women sex workers. But the other girl that was chocolate, but not chocolate, chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Right. She was called to be in the scene. Mm-hmm. So it was like, man, again, I, I've got this talk going on in my head. Like, okay, is it me? It's not Is it? What's no, it's not. Oh. She's, they, they, she's easier for them to okay. identify and talk to. Yeah. And they need to do that self-work of why is that. Yeah. Because my thing is, that's a very specific script. Yeah. But most of the times I look at scripts and then they don't identify white characters as being white. No. So if if the ethnicity is of not not a part of the story, then why mm-hmm. are you? No, I wasn't called. Yeah, I mean, and, this and, and this is three whole hours. Point. I'm getting bored as hell. Yeah, God, I damn. think that, that that's one of those things where you. I mean, oh, I'm so bad. I thought it was you know, what, it, what do you think? I was think? like, you should write a script that's really, really Girl, good. now listen, I am Slavey not above it. And, yeah. ho- and like hard for them to yeah. do and yeah. then yeah. give it to the whitest guys. Yes. And they're going to be like, you're going to be, your name is Biscuit. Yeah. And you're um, Mammy. <laughs> and go. Like, because it's like, and then turn around and be like, see, let's break the ice on this. I am black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be in this class. Why don't we all figure out how that, we could just be writers like we're supposed to be in this class and utilize and learn from each other. Like, because it's one of those things where I'm like, but that's, I look at the teacher and I go, you need, there, it's, it's a, a, a second class. Yeah. And it sounds like he tried to code say it. He yeah. did. He's probably going to have to say it, say, say it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that's, that's the thing. Like, I think that we, what I like about the, one of the few things I like about right now is that you can do that. Yeah. I feel like you can say, you know what, I feel like this is going on. Whether or not anybody's conscious or aware of it mm-hmm. isn't the issue. I'm not critiquing. I'm not judging. I'm just saying maybe we all, maybe you got to pull names randomly out of a hat. 
you know, yeah. and like just be like next person. You need two yeah. women, yeah. two yeah. men, or degender it even. You yeah. know, like and just have because you're, you're there to see if the material works. So right. And my thing is interpreting it from different eyes and things yeah. because. I didn't even act in my own sketch. I decided right. to just so get put yes and go up yeah. there. I would love to get up there, but I just I just had a thought. I said, no, I'm not going to. And so I didn't have to do it, but everybody else was in there. So when I tell you, I sat out the whole class. Like, That's it was weird. just throwing me yeah. off. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Hard. it's going to make you have a certain type of feeling. Mm-hmm. But the same we thing, have a, yeah. we have our um, our show by August first, I guess, putting on this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I gotta get this in the book. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know maybe it's something even to talk to the teacher about, yeah. you know, and just be like, you know, you got you know ways to address because it's the same thing with like like I've taught people who were disabled. Like there's a guy mm-hmm. who um, he wanted to be he he put it on his headshot. He wanted people to call him Cane Man. And and I was like, I get he he walked to the cane. He had um, I'm not completely clear on all of his what was going on with him, but he wasn't able to really move one part of his body, you know, one half of his body very well. And um, he just it was really like he's like oh, I'm cane man. And every scene he would use the cane as a prop, and I had to be like this is an improv class. I'd be like, first of all, we don't get so I can see we don't actually have props, right? We air prop, you know, we mm-hmm. make them, we pretend like they're there. And I was like, I know you. That I'm not saying you can't have your cane, but I need you to stop put because when you ever seen it was a gun, right? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> like, true. Was like, that's like if people want to use their cell phones for everything right. they do. Everything. They can't. I'm like, mm-hmm. so I was like, so you do something else. We're not going to call you that. What's your name? You right. know, like, and and like, I know you got a, yes. a thing you're working. Right. This is a class. Right. This is not you working your thing. This right. Is, you know, we're not here to. This class actually isn't here to serve service you bringing, you know, your disability to the forefront in this way. We want to service you as a performer. Yes. Exactly. Because I'm going to make sure that you get, you're in scenes that aren't about you being disabled. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that and that are about, because you need to be able to play these roles. Everybody, if you're going to be an actor, you need to be able to play, allegedly, everything, you know, and that's that's the whole what's the point if you're not willing to do anything that isn't you you know that's, so. oh, you know what ain't that I remember at the panel I met y'all that the women there that she said um, the fact that people um, would typically only call them when they need someone they specifically it was about the handicap episode right. or a story yes that's the only time they're getting called yes which is bananas because the repertory company in my church um there's a sister nini um she's in a wheelchair but nini is bad yeah, yeah. that girl is freaking hilarious yeah. she killed it at our showcase back in october mm-hmm. i'd be damn if you just gonna call <laughs> nini up right. for right. some hands right. oh it's the handicap right. special right like handicap people yeah. exist all yeah. day long, not just yeah. when there's a handicap moment. Exactly. Like, it's like... That's my favorite meme. Somebody said, you know, uh, they were asking about... Uh, somebody was asking about, you know, why do handicapped people need to be out at night? I mean, you know... And, and, this, and this woman who was handicapped said, well, we're not werewolves. You know, we don't change. We're not gremlins. Why would you talk about? What you sipping, sir? Ma'am. But that's the level 
of paternalism that is within our society. Yeah. It is, you know, we are continuously um, making sure and policing everybody. You know, mm-hmm. we're policing women, we're policing people of color, we're policing pe- disabled people, we're policing everybody. Yeah, like if the part says secretary, that, and that's it? That's the only description? Yeah. I do, it drives me crazy with voiceovers mostly. Mm. Because I can sound like whatever you, I need to sound like with the exception of accents. Um, we don't, neither of us can no. do a bunch of accents. Yeah. A little bit of British, maybe some French, mm-hmm. but those whole, you know, can't. But the fact, like, I've, we've said to them, I'm like, you know, you could, um, I can read for parts that don't say black. Especially because they don't actually identify, they don't say white. Uh, yeah. You right, know right, what I mean? Right. And, it's like, and also, I don't know if you can hear me, but I am capable of sounding extremely white. Yeah. Like, whatever, like, if the culturally, which isn't, of course, white people don't sound one way, but in the way that we talk about things, so like, this voice I did the other day, I walked in and I was like, is this black? And he was like, yeah. I was like, nah, okay. How, and I was like, it's Ross. So I was like, it's not, it's not all the way black, but, but just you need to hear some of yeah. something. Some kind of rhythm so you know it's black, but it's not like I'm hitting you over the head with black in their language. That I don't feel that way about it. But it's it's very interesting to me how much we people don't recognize stuff like that. that like, have you ever, rarely do I read a script where they identify the ethnicity if the person isn't. What, if the person's not, if the person's white, they, they don't put an ethnicity. Oh no, they don't. No, no, no. Because that's Absolutely base. Not. That's base. Yeah, you don't have to identify they, that. And they, then they don't audition people for it who aren't that, who aren't white. Um, it kills me so many times. I like okay. walk in a room with all the other black actresses, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, and I know them, you know, and we all know it's each other. And you're just like, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes me think of. Now, I've come, just in recent times, come to, you guys familiar with that guy, Byron Allen? Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. So, I woke up yesterday and started scrolling. And Black Enterprise, Uh I guess, is having their conference. And they're streaming live every freaking day. Now, I don't know when it's over. I didn't know that. But I caught Mr. Byron Allen on the panel. Was he in a production? What's the deal? He got everything. He owns everything. He owns everything. Here's the thing. Byron Allen... If you don't ever remember, there was a show called Real People, okay? Yeah. Was, I remember him back was, in the day. Yes, he was on a show. That's where he got his start. Like okay. Funny was, American was, videos or whatever. Right, what they right. Call it? Yeah, he had like funny Americans and what have you. And he was he was one of the, it was like four hosts. Okay. And he was the black guy. And then, but he has quietly, mm-hmm. quietly amassed an empire, a comedic. Ridiculous. With yeah. late night syndication. And every show that you're watching past eleven thirty is one of his shows. And the judge, he yeah. brought all the judge the shows. The judge he yeah. owned the Weather Channel. Yes, he does. He is like a for real, for real mogul. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and oh my gosh! And I bring him up, I guess, inspirationally because um, he said something, and I'm gonna be piss poor. Um, Mimicking what he said, but something to the effect of, he says, I'm not interested in um, making black money. I'm interested in making the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, so, like, we're capable, kind of like what you guys mm-hmm. are going at, like, we're capable mm-hmm. of, 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 of doing the material. Right. Mm-hmm. I, listen, I'm capable, he's saying, I'm capable of delivering 
Yeah. We cut this deal with me. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to deliver. Because he, he was really talking about somebody that he was trying to cut this deal with. Mm-hmm. And they were giving him a hard time. Yeah. And then he said, if, if you sign with me, I promise you, mm-hmm. the number on this check today, mm-hmm. I'm going to deliver a hundred times more. And you, I know, I've done my research, you've never gotten that kind of deal before. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Like he's sitting across from another yeah, person, yeah. non-black. Yeah. No, I've never had that offer before. I know that. Mm-hmm. But I promise you. Right. A mm-hmm. hundred times more. Yeah. But people will shut you yeah. He got a track record. Yeah. He know what the hell he doing. Why I got to bang you? Why I got to bang you, you to, give, I, to give you shovels full you know, of money? Where were you when white people found out about Medea? Where were you when they, like, remember it was a hundred million dollar company? You didn't even know his name. Like, who's this guy? I was like, he's been making millions of dollars for years and y'all don't know anything about him. And I, all, people I know were like, I've never, what is this? And I was this like. Madeira? I'm at stars. Because <laughs> remember, I remember walking to a meeting and they were like, have you heard of this? Uh, and we were like, yes. yeah, we're black people. Of course we've heard of it. In fact, we have VHS in at home right now. Right. All, everyone knows those shows. Like, I was like, he's he's already a millionaire. He doesn't really need you. Right. Or, or quietly, <laughs> there's another one. Cat Williams, who made a $300 million. Now, now, I'm sleeping. now I'm Never. sleeping. I didn't know about the Cat Williams. Cat Williams bad learned did me. something like 300 and more days. He did more shows than there are days in a year, one year. Um, something like 360-some date shows in one year. He is, is was, I don't know if he still is, I think Kevin Hart might have gotten yeah, recently. I don't know. But he was the, really? he was making more. He was the highest paid, paid stand up in the world. And white people didn't know. White people who had, he still was. don't know. Still haven't heard of him. I I know who he is. I've right. seen his yeah. but I didn't know he got the receipts. Yes. Oh, yes. He's, and he's and to, to have the receipts and them people not know yes. is blowing my mind. Because yes. if nothing else, they gonna know who taking the money, who got our well, money. Well, this is what killed me about I was like, you missing out on a bunch of black dollars. Yeah. Like, you have no clue that there's this whole, like, black people spend money. We will spend more for things. Yes. We used to spend it more for things. The black tax? I'm like, I, I'm like, y'all making a huge mistake and losing out on this huge market here. Well, well, Black Panther is the... You know the you know the example of examples. You know we a, a billion dollars. Solo didn't really pull that. No, no. Star Wars <laughs> couldn't the, show up. The le- the legendary Star Wars. I'm just saying, which is my my jam. I love Star Wars. Yeah, we love Star Wars, and everybody loves Star Wars. Yes, yes. But yes. I mean, it's been and to see that seep into the culture like I love whenever I hear somebody say the colonizer I'm like it is just so amazing Um, but that it takes and then they're all shocked they're like wow people will go see something with black people and I'm like this is continually um, you keep having this realization yes (laughs) I don't know how when you're going to just why don't you tattoo it on your hand or something but but in every you know and I hate to talk because we're we're talking about entertainment but you know but around entertainment black people are the innovators around each and everything and you're right each and every time it happens it is a surprise how did Oprah become Oprah how did 
Ray Charles become Ray, Ray Charles. Charles? How did? And I'm like, I'm like, y'all just keep getting, just wow, how'd that happen? I'm like, it's really seriously. I yeah. <laughs> and, and, and what I love about you bringing in Byron Allen is this. He, they have nobody. Like you don't even know. It's this, and what you know, it's it when we are able to get into those spaces. We're just as talented as we are in front of the camera, on the court. Uh, you know, it, it, here's the thing, and, and we talk about this all the time, and, uh, as people of color, when we have the opportunities, when we have those, when our talents are able to be utilized, we're going to be the best chemists, the best mathematicians, the best you know, it's just that, you know, I, I've always said that, you know, growing up in the hood in Chicago, it's like when I watch somebody come up selling drugs and do it really well. Yeah. I'm like, listen, how come? A Frank Lucas. Yes. A CEO. That's right. It really is. It is. Yes. You need to get this child to the Kellogg School of Business. For real. And turn that mother out. That's like, right. for real. For real. I always look at it like that. But this is the yeah, thing. Yeah. You know what I go? I say, remember Risky Business? Mm-hmm. That's the premise of Risky Business. Yeah. He's a privileged white boy, but what does he do? He becomes a pimp for a week. And people love that movie. And we love Tom Cruise for it. But when a white boy becomes a pimp, he gets to go to business school. Remember, he does the report at the end. He's this huge success. It's not, you know, this sad, tragic, you know, precious or whatever. It is like this. It's Mm -hmm. so amazing to me. Like, I'm like, that's actually, it's so amazing. Yeah. The people don't. Like we, we talk about how, like, we when we do stand up, we one we haven't done this one while on this joke, but we talk about how, like, the, how when you know, you know that movie Juno, and we're like, it's so cute. It. Yeah, it's really kids. It's a little independent it's a film. It's a yeah. little white girl, and she's really sweet. And she's she's alternative. She's like interesting and cool, mm-hmm. and she tells funny boys, jokes. They yeah. And she's got like, little stripy shirts, and she gets pregnant, and it's really funny and oh. cute. It's really she's like a teenage pregnancy and, right. cute. Oh. and she gives her baby up for adoption and it's really cute and sweet and whatever oh. when we have that movie it's called Precious right and it's not cute or sweet and they're in no, those stripy no. shirts no. and it's like, <laughs> like we just don't like it's it's so interesting to me to be like you guys when you look at the same situation you see it completely Team Mom y'all saw that show yes. when, it was yes. when I first saw it I was like I, I was horrified by this me concept too. I, see I was like, you are not. And they're famous. Yeah. Remember those? What was it? What was it? It was that town in Maine. It's the same time that that fishing, yes. the movie about the perfect, not perfect, was it Perfect mm. Storm? I think it's about, it's the, where all the fishermen died. It's that same little town in Maine where like, it was like several, like yeah. 15 or 16 girls who were all under the age of like, none of them were 18. No. They were all young. They all decided to get pregnant at the same time. They made a pregnancy pact. So they would, they just had sex with whoever they could, like homeless men, whatever whoever they could find have sex with, and they all got pregnant at the same time. It's like I cannot, I have to look it up. But yeah. Google, like, like, teenage white teenage girls pregnancy pack. It is the yeah, craziest, it's the craziest, right? And because they, they just all want to be pregnant together, and I was like, mom. And all our babies, and they were like, and all the children are like, oh, see the look on her face. <laughs> all the I'm children, the, I'm the firstborn of three. My mother had three kids by the time she was 21. My mm-hmm. mother had me at 15. There was mm-hmm. nothing cute about struggling, mm-hmm. being raised yep. by this woman. That's cute. Okay. Yeah. And it's like this whole town, and yet. That when they did it, it's sort of like the story or whatever. But there's not this worldwide condemnation of young white girls. 
No. No. Because <laughs> anytime you think of black teenage women um, mm-hmm. having babies, they are uh, well, welfare and they're products yep. of their worst off in society and, right. and damnation. Like, there's no mm-hmm. rising above and right. stuff like that, that kind of thing. It's that. It's really, yeah, look at it. You're starting to be blown away by it. You're like, wow. And I think it literally is an off for, it was an offshoot of like Teen Mom. Like that they, that 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 was, they were inspired by it. We're going to make a show. Because I just remember seeing the majority of white girls. And then I think they threw in one or two sisters Mm -hmm. up in there. But for the majority, it was glorifying pregnancy and giving them girls a platform. That's right. And they made money. Because here's the thing. What what and what do we learn? We learn that black pregnancy. Well, number one, no teen should be pregnant. Okay, there we go. Uh, everybody should have access to uh, health care that allows them to have good family planning. And I'm not talking about uh, it's not a moral issue or anything like that. That's just number one. But beyond that, what it says is is that pregnancy within um, uh, whiteness is valuable. It is laudable. Mm-hmm. It is something that we can take a look at or, or explore, and we can have patience with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Palin's daughter can be pregnant and be the uh, the, 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 the person for abstinence on her second baby. Yes. I was like, I'm gonna need to see some receipts because I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What? How are you gonna be spokesperson in yes. anything? Okay, ma'am. Ma'am. And you have a baby. Remember that commercial they did where, like, she's, and they tried to make this the point, like, she's standing in the middle of the room, and I don't know if she's holding a baby. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't think she is, but she's, this is her, one of her abstinence duties, her commercial. She's like, you know, just because I had this experience, a really nice room. Mm-hmm. But as she's talking about her experience, the room changes into a very rundown, mm-hmm. like, like a uh, very impoverished looking room, right? She's like, this, my experience won't be necessarily your experience, you know? And basically, she, it all comes down to money, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, I can have a baby at 50 and be okay you probably can't was sort of the message and I was like that doesn't really sound like abstinence it really does and also there's a lot wrong with a girl with a baby being the abstinence period (laughs) period frankly I thought I think I was like you're making our point which is that this doesn't work Work. it don't and as a as a as a tool as a method it doesn't work preventing Pregnancy. It's one of the methods. Amen. Yes. And it does. And it your mother's the one having the baby, man. Yes. You <laughs> at fifteen can't support nothing. Yeah, and really. Just, most fifteen year olds can. It's amazing to me. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 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 I'm looking. I gotta be conscious. Oh my gosh. Okay, we just got a few more minutes. So if, you know what? This is where if I had violin strings, oh. I would. Okay, like if you could, you know, the American pageants. Oh my God, I did the American pageants. Da 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 da. Okay, I just learned that with the pageants, mm-hmm. there's no more swimsuits yes, or evening really- gowns. Oh, they Tell got me. an evening gown too. I didn't. I know thought that. that was crazy. I'm, I'm okay with evening gowns. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I guess, but I heard both. I get, you know what? I get Tell the me. point Talk though. The point is that all you're looking at are their bodies for that. So if you're getting rid of, if you're trying to say legit, this is a scholarship fund and legit, these people are supposed to come up with talent and be, yes, we're looking at them, but not, we're not, this isn't about whether or not your body, there's no reason, anybody can wear an evening gown. There's no skill in that. You just put it on your body. Gotcha. So that's why they had to get, I get, that was actually. Have you ever seen a plus size pageant? Modeling of Miss America. No. Or, or, or well, you were going to get through city county levels to get up to state. No, not to get at all. This is, yeah. No, this is you're why right about I, it. I have a problem. Right I have a problem 
worldwide with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, and, and, that's and, not the level to do it at. Exactly. They need to do no. it at the city state. Start when they yeah. start qualifying. Right. Absolutely. Because, you know what, I would like to see it all go away. Yes. Yeah, I Mainly because, you know what, I just think about our faces in the spaces yes. in general and how yeah. we navigate the whole system. In but general. I don't have, men don't but, yeah. have the scholarship fund based on how they look and their charitable work. Yeah. And they how they just, look at the thong. Like, that's never been a that, issue. Tell, somebody riddled me, that, why the hell was it ever a part of the pageant to begin with? Especially well, it's a way for them to look at young girls in bikinis. Yes, and it's TV. exactly what Donald Trump said. He said, you know what, by the fact that I'm the owner, I get to walk of, it I get to walk it on changing. the naked girls changing. I, I didn't know that. Miss yeah, Teen. Yeah, your your um, president said that? Yes. Their president yeah. said that. It is, it's just, it makes no sense. And even to hear over the years women say, I remember us watching it growing up and one day, like, in use, me and my mom and my sister in unison being like, what, what, why, what do we do? Why are we watching this? Like, but it's just like you, you just watch it, you know? Like, this, it was part of the culture. culture. It really was. Or like, I remember, it was we, part, you know, culture. when my mother was d- divorced, <laughs> we were at the auto show because I grew up in Detroit, right? And auto show, show we the auto there. show too, man. Yeah, but in Detroit, it is like it's big though. It's like it's a huge deal. So it's, it's so like big. we're at the auto show one day, and I went, "Can I ask? Are any of this any of us interested in this?" Because me and my mom, my aunt, my sister, my other aunt, and and they all went. No, I go, then why do we come? Why are we here? We don't even care about this. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you're right. But you just sort of do things. Because yeah. they're there without asking the question, is this necessary? Because like, if these women are so smart and so amazing, is there another way to give them the scholarships that doesn't require them walking back and forth on a stage and saying nothing? Like, I don't understand. Even if they're wearing a suit, yeah. all they're doing is walking back and forth and somebody's singing. Yeah. And then ask them some stupid one stupid question, yeah. and that's sort of it. Like, it's like give them the scholarship. This could be done by mail. Yeah. I don't and, know why. and supposedly, like a lot of those girls are like very like geniuses. Yeah. Like, and so. But, but they, you, don't you better get be able that. to sing or do something like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's tap not dance, enough. Negro, tap that's dance. Not you enough. better twirl, twirl. Let me see yes. that. Twirl it on around. Mm-hmm. Look at well. Vanessa Williams. You know, like yeah. Ooh, you bringing up the real deal mm-hmm. right here. They forget. You forget. Oh yeah, it's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, mm-hmm. ain't that something? That was some horse shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Especially now. Oh, my gosh. You know what? Let me she was this. incredible. Are you serious? Yeah, Especially no. now. You but you know what? Home. She's a black woman. We got a president who's been in a softcore Playboy porn movie. His wife has posed naked, which I don't have a problem with, but they do. Morally, they're the ones. The supposedly. Republicans, supposedly. Um, uh, but, but that's what affairs. I care how crowd I don't like it. I wish we could go back in time. Not, not that I didn't think it should have happened then, but people are owed apologies. Yes. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I yeah. mean, they are yeah. owed apologies. Oh, God. I know I got the wrap up, but that yes. makes me think about the whole marijuana thing. And oh, the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to need oh, you to. God. White kids got opioid problems. It's time. Everything. It's an addiction. And it's now, a sickness. And now. And Ellis, we're going to decriminalize it. And now Thatcher can uh, could sell weed, can get a hundred thousand dollars from his grandpa and invest in a company. While I'm like, while Keyshawn is still in jail, a dime bag, a dime bag. Thatcher and can't vote. That and is all of those. All of those convictions need to be overturned, and Done. all those records yes. need to be expunged. That's right. It is disgusting. It's just injustice. Oh, girl, 
because we're looking at this wave of women coming and coming into politics and what have you, I believe that there is a potential in 20 to 25 years where black women are going to seriously be running things. I think it could be sooner. I think this wave of hate might put Kamala Harris into that office. That's maybe right. not 2020. Yeah. But maybe 2020. Mm. I'm going to give her a chance. I'm going to vote for her. Yeah. I Listen. will. And who has, maybe there's somebody out there that I don't know about on her way up. Mm -hmm. But watching Stacey, Stacey, Black Stacey get through. Yes. I was like, yay. And um, I also didn't like White Stacey's arguments because I think she was playing to that issue. Mm -hmm. uh, like a, a black woman can't, yeah, you're going to vote for her now, but she's not going to win the general against a white or, or mm -hmm. a white man. I was like, you know what, White Stacey? So um, I think I absolutely agree. But I don't, I think, yeah, see, you remember, I didn't think Obama was going to win. Right. Mm. I really didn't. I was like, I ain't going to vote for no black man. just never know. So I'm like, it is possible. And this hate is so virulent and is so galvanizing yeah. on the other side that I feel like it is actually, they may hate us into electing a black mm. woman president. It could, they could hate us. Yeah. People out of spite might yeah. just be in there like, ah, who's black? Yep. Shaka Khan, she running? Oh I'm writing her in. I'm writing her in. giving me the red signal. Oh, We're yes. going to say bye, ladies. Bye. Thank you for listening to um, this episode of Ask a Black Woman with my wonderful guest, Frangela. I have Dean y'all, my big sisters in here. Oh, they dropped gems on gems on gems. Y'all made me think I got to go back and read and watch some new stuff. That's what I like. You get around people who uh, put you up on game and stuff like that, encourage me to stay informed. So that's what I look to y'all for. So we came back because I can't close out without letting the people know where to find you. And if you have anything coming up, let the listeners know. And especially because I'm going to come out and support, man. So yes. holla back. Go at it. Yes. Well, you know what? You can write us or find us at for anywhere at Frangela Duo. That's Twitter, your gram, uh, uh, Snapchat, uh, Although Facebook. we're not very good about the Snapchat. Yes. I ain't on Snapchat either. Frangela Duo Duo. Or you can, uh, we have a podcast called uh, The Final Word Podcast. It's on Westwood One, but you can get it anywhere you get podcasts for free. And uh, you can go to the, pod, the, the uh, finalwordpodcast.com. That's about, we also have a frangela.com, but that's not updated. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But you can write us. We answer all of our emails. So. They do. They real down home, y'all. Like, so, for real. You know, do. I really appreciate when we you meet people that got resume and receipts. But they really, they come through and just show love, man. Aww. So we're, I'm so glad. We're about thank us all moving forward. forward. That's right. You know, together. And thank you so much for having thank us. Thank you. You know, honor. man, thank you guys for listening. I'm about to um, hug them real tight and get a couple of pictures before my next guest. So thanks for listening again.